0: This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Lieutenant Lork
1: Irontusk. God! Lork's disappearance leaves Baron and Della reeling. He would abandon True Now. He would abandon us. He would abandon Galabras. Searching for answers.
2: Bring out the foul play, checker.
1: They dusted for foul play. (laughs) What's a a foul play, kit? Is that 20 gold pieces? (laughs) Someone had a
0: wand of detect foul play. (laughs) And with the mission looming.
1: Yeah. I never took him for a deserter. He isn't a deserter. Then what is he? Decisions must be made.
3: Well look, mate, let's stop wasting time. We got places to go, people, to damage, as me old dad used to say. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the adventure continues.
4: Now
0: What's going on, everybody? Troy Lavalley back again with another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. Episode 72, to be precise, but hey, who's counting? The question on everybody's mind this week has been, where is Lork Iron Tusk? I believe hashtag where's Lork was trending on Twitter this week throughout the entire continental US. I'm not sure what trending means, but I'm pretty sure hashtag where's Lork was trending. You know, I'm just gonna go on record and say it was trending. That is fact. Definitely indisputable. Hashtag Where's Lork was trending. I can't believe it. Well, we're about to find out. But first, I want to give a congratulations to Alyssa Vovers, who is the winner of our Canon Fodder Trivia Contest. I did the drawing live from New York Comic Con last Friday. Thank you to those of you who watched it live or either tuned in after the fact. Alyssa Vovers, you are now going to get a Bestiary 5 Pawn Box courtesy of our good friends at Paizo Publishing. And don't forget Killian McFeely and Jennifer Kelly, you two win a Pathfinder Goblin plush doll, the perfect addition to any home or infant's crib. So congratulations all of you guys and thank you for tuning in to Facebook Live. We're gonna be doing some more of those videos soon, I think. And lastly, on a personal note, I just wanna thank you guys for continuing to follow, promote, and support this show. When I came up with this idea, I thought it would just be a fun thing I would do amongst some of my friends. The only reason this has grown to be what it is is because of you guys, because you told your friends, because you told your gamer buddies, because you told your family and that nun who is a librarian at your school, without her, where would we be? So please, if you keep doing what you're doing, spreading the word, we'll keep doing what we're doing, and it's only going to get better and more exciting. But speaking of exciting, the wait is over. Where's Lork Iron Tusk? Well, maybe you're going to find out in episode 72. Gormley. Gone. Benverine. Gone. Galabras. For all intents and purposes. Gone. Lieutenant Lork Iron Tusk. (laughs) God! He's gone. Now I'm gonna put a poll up on the Twitter this week to see what people think about Lork and his decision. Is Lork a cowardly deserter or is Lork following his heart for his own reasons to try and protect people but in the meantime, Della and Baron, Amlo and Ingrid for their part, discover this letter. What do you guys think?
1: I mean, Della's just in disbelief. I don't think Della believes it. I think he wouldn't do it.
0: She's looking under the bed. Get out of there, Laura. Come on. Come <laughs> out of the closet. No, she's
1: like, no, like, she, <laughs> met, she met him. He was already lieutenant. He's always been, like, this leader figure. You know, they trained together. They fought together. She saw him willingly almost sacrifice himself and then basically sacrifice himself in that single combat. <laughs> but she, yep. I just don't think she believes it. She's like, no. He, he, he like, he, and all, he, or, Even if he did think this was going to happen, it's a lapse in judgment and we could change his mind.
0: What about Sheriff Baron <laughs> Uh We've
2: got to figure out a last name that works in my first name. Um, Baron crumples up the letter as soon as he reads it in anger. And he says under his breath in Dwarvish, which I imagine... Della doesn't know I don't never trust a man who won't share a drink with you oh and he he's conflicted though because he knows that uh, Lork has never had an opportunity to really figure out his own personal life and he's been stuck behind a desk he understands he's been a kind of a tortured old adventurer and I think that Baron understands trying to pack away everything that's really pressing and difficult to think about. And he knows that going on this adventure, realizing his shortcomings, seeing these things happen, learning about his son, um, might've spurned a total change of heart. Um, but the, I'm sorry, I have to go feels somewhat hollow to him. So he understands wanting to take care of himself, his son, figure it out, not hurt people. But he's also, in Baron's view, hurting us by not being there to fight alongside us. Rolling ones or not.
0: I mean, it's... Any way you look at it, he left you.
1: He would abandon now. He would abandon us. He would abandon Galabras. I mean...
0: Yeah. Now, in his mind, he probably thinks... I ha- I'm I'm going to save collaborus but I'm going to I'm going to do it my own way. I'm not going to bring down everybody else in doing it. But, you know, Baron is right on the nose. It's like, well, well yeah, great. Now we have to go fight cuz we're going. You know that we're going. It's not like we're going to be like, "All right, well, lork has got this. He'll take on the giant army threat alone." Baron, You're going and he you don't have him.
2: Baron's also thinking about how emotion fogged um uh, what's her name the dwarf we're with Ingerhild Ingerhild Baron's also thinking about how emotion fogged Ingerhild's judgment at certain points and how it got us actually into more danger so he's worried from a tactical perspective about a foolhardy thing Lork would think would save the party might actually put
1: us in danger yeah, we're actually down two party members because we lost Barry Connock Jr. I assuming right he also yeah Barry gone Fuck! The.
0: (laughs) 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 a da
5: doo (laughs) Leave you in the lurch!
2: I hope I I found I find Howie the green sting scorpion around here, because I also gave him to Lork to help him in battle, which didn't help at all.
0: I would think over over the the course of the keelboat ride back, you, you took him back.
2: So, um, the, uh, last thing he's thinking about is, uh, in Lork's credit, which is Up until the point where he was able to prove his medal at the Battle of Bloodmarch Hill, he wasn't thought of highly by his employers or other townsfolk necessarily. And it wasn't until after he helped save the day that... He proved
0: himself in the Battle of Bloodmarch Hill. Yeah,
2: Jagrin even bothered to give him a promotion. He was stuck behind a desk.
0: And how does Lork eventually repay Jagrin? Deserter.
2: Yeah. Well, he... Is in a tough spot because he wants Lork, after the benefit of saving each other's lives, uh, fighting side-by-side, shoulder-to-shoulder, to be able to explain himself. And he wants to find him, but he wants to get a better explanation so that he doesn't have to turn him in. But he can't make up a lie to tell Jagrin to say, oh, he disappeared. He's on Yeah, and you're Um, the sheriff. You're going to have to be the one to break the
0: news to Jagrin.
1: I'm going to have to tell him. Yeah, I, can't, I think this is if this, if this ever sets in for Della, I, can, I imagine she's going to be feel very betrayed. That, like, yeah. she had this one, she one, with 100% certainty, had this idea of Lark in her mind, and now he's just completely pulled the rug out from under it. And I turned. he was a completely different person. Her.
0: He's gone. He's gone. All right. He's gone. I tell you, <laughs> I,
2: I turn to Della and I say, if you ever leave, that's your choice, but you got to tell man face to face. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's a good point. This is like Kevin Durant leaving the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs>
0: we know we know how Grant's voting in the poll. This
2: <laughs> I was actually wondering if you didn't misspeak and wanted to say what level of cowardice, Lord. Like, huge, gigantic. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, very, very interesting. So that, Uskrat's armor sitting there. I mean, he can wear it. It's a symbolic gesture. If anything, he couldn't even wear it.
1: Yeah, Um, he couldn't fill the shoes. Joe (laughs) is gone from the
0: podcast because he's too busy raising a child. So that's why Lork left. Yeah, everyone everyone just got really sad that was listening. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Joe's right here. Hey Joe. Hey guys. Hey guys. (laughs) Joe could never leave.
1: He's not raising that child. (laughs)
4: He's not raising
1: that. (laughs) Just fine on her own. Just like Lork.
4: Just like (laughs) Lork. Just like (laughs) Um, Lork. Ah, your
2: daughter.
0: We hardly knew him. I thought for two <laughs>
2: seconds that the skeleton giant or whoever the guy was that bullied him was going to be Brend. Like Brend, the friend, somehow uh, survived and, friend. and was back. And-
0: I really thought you were just going to Totally American Psycho him in the alleyway.
4: Yeah, I regretted it after I've been thinking about it, and I was like, I should have just done it.
0: But your re- my anticipation was that you would do something like that, but your reasoning not to do it was absolutely
2: right. Yeah, he's really you tortured right now. You can't feed this
0: curse anymore. Any yeah, you can't
2: feed the beast. Feed the beast. And you've won. I mean, you're not begging in an alley. That's a bummer.
4: Right, and when I went to her, she said, you need to seek redemption. And so it's like, who knows? If that is part of it, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing, like forgiving those past wrongs or I don't know.
5: How best to redeem yourself other than murdering a disgraced bully from your past.
3: I'm sure sure that would pleasure the gods that
0: set this curse upon your life. That is common knowledge. Um, So what do you guys want to do? Uh, Obviously, you have a, a date with Tom Exposition at some point. I'm sure he'll wait.
1: Um, I think we need to go tell Jagram
2: and I, I On the way there, I want to stop by Kess and Plum's house.
0: Oh, and Kessin I say,
2: Della, you can Plum. come with me. But this is uh, this is personal business. But you're a member of, of my team now, and I, I respect you. So do whatever you want. Do you want the backup? I I don't know if I need the backup. But if you want to be within earshot, feel free.
1: All right, so she'll stand on the corner and let you do it yourself. Yeah. We'll wait for the signal.
0: And yet again, the Della Baron Twosome is up to their old tricks. Let <laughs> <laughs> you guys roll some stealth checks through now.
2: <laughs> People have been clamoring for.
0: let <laughs> do I want to see like a, a fake comic book cover, Della and Baron. <laughs> uh, Della and Baron mysteries. Uh, all right, so sure. First order of business you want to check out Kessin Plum's house.
1: Yep. Uh, you. Maybe there's some kid that Della grabs and like go tell Jugurin you know Grath that we need to meet immediately. Okay, and yeah. sends him ahead. Shakes him. Kid. And in anticipation having... of being a flaming scimitar, your skin is, your so... skin is weird. So burn your face. Show you have no pupils. <laughs> Baron's got a gun
0: to his head. I'm the <laughs> what is going on? I was jaywalking. I'm the sheriff.
2: I'm the sheriff. Look at me.
1: I'm I the am... sheriff. No. I'm the sheriff.
2: In anticipation of being sheriff and having a horse, I'm now wearing spurs for real. <laughs> so you can hear me walking up to the door
0: uh you knocking with the butt of your gun knocking harsh knocking soft what kind of knock we're doing here
2: uh not with the butt of my gun uh with the uh end of my axe the blunt end of my axe
0: okay bum 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 bum, bum, bum. door opens a beautiful woman answers
2: yes Hello, ma'am. I was wondering if the man of the house was around. Is this some cruel joke? Ma'am, I, I never intend to make a woman cry. Can you tell me what's the matter?
0: There is no man of the house anymore.
2: What do you mean?
0: Who are you? What do you want?
2: I'm uh, the newly appointed Sheriff of True now.
0: Please put your gun down.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Baron, Baron, (laughs) I said I hate to see a
4: woman cry. (laughs) He's just like pointing at her face. (laughs) I'm gonna give you three seconds. (laughs) Dry your tears. (laughs) Stop crying, or I'll give you something to cry about—a head wound, a vicious head wound.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're, you're the sheriff. Then you I, surely know that my husband is
2: dead. I haven't gotten what? an intelligence briefing yet. What happened?
0: Just please come in.
2: All right, ma'am. Who's this? Della, uh, you know what? It's my deputy. She, she, you know what? She's a, a weird... She has a construction paper star on
0: her, on her armor. It says,
5: it says Lil Deputy. L-I-L. <laughs>
2: you know, she is uh, the true now official non criminal task force she's tonto and she's following me into this building
4: there's a, there's uh very few members of the non criminal task force in <laughs> <that turn> Toronto <out laughs> these days huh? <laughs> Just,
0: please please come come in uh, do do you want some tea cookies?
2: I, <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, I don't want you to make me feel any guiltier about bringing up your dead husband, so please just tell me what happened. You
0: see, like, a current affair is on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, The house looks like it's in total disrepair. Um, smells. It smells. Um, she sits you down at the coffee table on the couch, and she says, "What? What is it that you wish to know my... my
2: Uh, last time I was here before we left to go help save this town uh, your husband I presume um, was at the uh, council meeting in the ivory hall so uh, I had no idea that he'd be missing at this point or gone as you say
0: wait you were with them you were part of that expedition
2: I am currently the only surviving and available member of that expedition
0: then you were with her. Gormley? Yes. She came here to speak to him. I only heard in hushed tones from the other room, but he never seemed the same after he saw her that night. Anyway, it was long after you left. He seemed off. And then one night he just started acting very strange he kept speaking of visions he was seeing and demons tormenting him in his sleep and then one day he I came home and he was hanging there in the bedroom Whoa.
2: Ooh.
0: he took his life
2: there are no signs of foul play I imagine
0: no no the... They came and checked for foul play.
1: <laughs> Bring out the foul play, checker. They dusted for foul play. What's a, had, what's a foul play, kit? Is that 20 gold pieces? Someone had a wand
0: of detect foul play. <laughs> there was nothing.
4: Uh, no,
0: no, it was. It
4: there was, were no auras <laughs> of foul play. It was pretty
3: clear. Jerry Orbach was here and everything. And
0: <laughs> found nothing. Except his eyes. <laughs> he donated them to science. Look it up.
1: No, he donated to someone who needed eyes.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> science,
5: a, a scientist. It was a scientist that got the the eyes. It was a scientist. It was a blind, blind scientist. <laughs> ended up getting his eyes.
4: He'd
2: been blinded. The
0: science. He's the one that discovered the wand of foul play. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He'd been blinded in a freak flare backfire incident.
0: <laughs> uh, she says she. He. I, he you know, when I explained to them that he had been acting strange and mentioning tormented with spirits and whatnot, it all added up. He he was tortured. He became a tortured soul, and he, he took his own life.
2: Well, ma'am, I can tell you one thing. A guilty conscience does terrible things to a man. I'm experiencing it now myself within my own party, and we all make regrettable decisions. Now, I want to tell you one thing. You have a life now that he's gone. And just as I'm moving forward, you should, too. And you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. So clean this damn place up, okay? Oh, my
4: God. Jesus. <laughs> hey, he's a new sheriff, man.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you for your own damn good. He's a
4: small-town therapist as well. <laughs> you got to snap
2: out of it or else you're going to be an old spinster with 30 cats just like Troy LaValle. <laughs>
0: Give me bottle caps, I can take that. She says this. She grabs him. Let a smile be your umbrella for God's sake. (laughs) She grabs grabs Baron by the wrist. Not forcefully, but just like, you don't understand. This wasn't regret on his part. This wasn't some sort of sadness. He was haunted by something. By a spirit. And that spirit forced him to take his life.
5: Matthew's so happy.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's literally pumping his uh, Baron, Baron Ghost of Gormley. <laughs> Baron pulls out his his uh uh moleskin journal. Uh, and he flips through his journal, his calendar, and looks to the day that Gormley died fighting the Ultramarine Chaser. Uh-huh. And he says Did he become haunted shortly after this day? She says
0: he died a week from that day.
2: Whoa. Ghost of
0: Gormley! Wow!
4: Wow! That is cool! Oh. Wow! Don't tell I her like, I said that.
2: I say. Uh, <laughs>
5: what is uh? What's Howie doing? Doing all of this? Yes, yeah, Howie's on
2: my duster. He's
4: sitting on the duster, yeah.
2: Yeah, is he doing anything, or is he? He's doing a little like. He's just
4: a dance? scorpion. You can't hear him. Yeah. He's probably got a lot to say, bro. <laughs> I say, none of us know tongues, bro. <laughs> Got to get that wand of tongues. I, I
2: say... <laughs> Ma'am, I'd like you to watch... That's wa- a different kind of wand. <laughs> I'd like you to give me... The, I'd like you to show me your wand of tongues. No, um,
0: It's under my bed. <laughs> 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 it's in the dresser drawer. <laughs> I never liked seeing it. All right, let me light the, let me light the candles. <laughs> That's role play is going
4: off the rails. Uh, all right, all, right, so, all, right, all, right, all right. Let's focus. No, no, no. Please so, take your gun and leave. So... <laughs>
2: I, I tell her as I as I getting ready. To Lower look. your gun and leave. The
5: whole, the whole time he's gonna don't beat it. on it. I don't make any funny moves. Baron says as he
2: leaves, "Ma'am, as the new sheriff of this town, I have to assure you that as a lawful neutral character, my dedication to justice is strong and firm, and I can't lie to you. Now, I think that my companion came back." haunted your husband and caused him to kill himself and I think that's just what he deserved and then I walk out whoa, whoa.
5: Jesus. holy,
0: holy
2: sh- shit
1: wow. and
0: then Della turns back and is like don't leave town
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like don't leave down. They, they, they told me to say that. <laughs> the brothers baron. Well,
4: that's amazing. I love wow. how yeah, I love how your lawful neutrinist is like I, 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 I will hunt down justice and I will not be bound by doing the right thing.
5: So your shit No no no
2: <laughs> here's the difference the laws of men govern us while we're here. She became a like extracorporeal, gaseous stage two phantom from Ghostbusters. Haunted him. Yeah. That him is awesome. Wow. Like, geez.
1: Don't fuck with Gormley. Yeah.
0: yeah, seriously. In life. Or Sheriff.
1: Uh, or, death. or
0: death. <laughs> All right, so. so uh,
1: Della's very confused, but yeah. she's like, should we now go talk to jagrin Because uh, <laughs> Warwick abandoned us.
2: <laughs> I, I, I let her know, you'll have to do a lot of community outreach on this job, deputy, so just follow me. So She's uh,
0: like god damn it. Sheriff Badge. Sheriff Barron and little deputy Della <laughs> <laughs> make their way to uh Jagrin. And it's that same room. You wouldn't know this, but it's the same room that Lork went to visit him so long ago right after Roderick's death and he was sitting like in front of the hearth writing in his book. So you gain admittance in Uh, Sheriff Ma'am
1: We put the letter right in front of him on his desk He takes it
0: (sighs) Calmly places it down He is a deserter.
1: Yes, he is. I don't believe he would do this. This isn't like him. Della, let the men talk. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Cut the mic, cut the mic, mic cut the mic. She, like, slowly rotates her head.
5: A scimitar lights on fire.
2: Wand out. Swift action.
5: What? Uh, What What?
1: did you say? No, Baron wouldn't have said that. (laughs) Only
0: Grant would. I never took him for a deserter.
1: He isn't a deserter.
0: Then what is he?
1: Something must have happened.
0: And what? You've
1: been with him for the past few weeks? He laid down his life hundreds of times for you and for this town. He wouldn't have just
0: And yet left. now, in your hour of greatest need, he leaves you. What kind of man, what kind of lieutenant does that?
1: Let me
2: tell you something. I saw that man go toe-to-toe with a giant, lose, get back up again, and still help us save the day. I'm gonna find him. I'm going to find out why I left. I'm going to bring him back. But, he's already saved this town once and I think he can again. So we might have to reinterpret the law a little bit to give him the proper comeuppance for what he's done.
0: I have lost a son. I know what it means to lose a son. But while I'm sure he had his reasons, he is duty-bound and honor-bound to the patrol of Now. He made that decision a long time ago and should be lucky that he's even allowed to do that. Find him and bring him back here. But in the meantime, you have a job to do. And now you are shorter even one more man. This is madness.
2: It is, but I I feel like I'm man enough to do it, to lead Della and that toothless bastard in the cell downstairs. <laughs> Della's like, he doesn't have any teeth? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have teeth. Oh, I forgot to tell you. He is <laughs> he not a tell looker. You me he didn't have teeth. <laughs> I don't know if I can get
1: on board with this now. Chagrin
0: <laughs> gets up and he, he kind of walks over to the window. He's got his back to you, hands behind his back. He looks out the window. Uh, and he's like, uh, uh, these days, when I took over as patrol leader, the worst that we'd have is a small band of orcs, maybe some goblins, nothing we couldn't handle, and then a raid on the city, sending a small band of heroes up the rivers to go take on a fort, and now giants. We have a sheriff. A young girl, a couple of dwarves, and a murderer are going to need more help. I have under my command a knight. He is new to Trunau. He was sent to us, actually, from the Knights of Ozum, and he was sent to the Knights of Ozum from someone else. I think he's bounced around a lot, to be honest. But he is under my charge. And I have no doubt once you meet him and explain the situation that he will join your party.
2: Sir, I have to ask you a question. Yes? If you had this night under your control from the get-go, why did you offer us a murderer in your jail cell first
0: when you meet this night <laughs> <laughs> you will understand alright
2: sir I, I understand and I, I thank you for offering us something to help us along the way
1: may God gods be with you as we leave Dell looks at you grin and says remember the man who saved this town for you and for your living son he nods.
0: Little deputy. <laughs> <laughs> as, as you guys are leaving, he says, uh, you know, if you're planning on leaving tomorrow or whatever it is, then uh, I'm going to release Nestor to your charge. Cursed will bring you down there. So as you're walking out, Cursed is like, Hey, guys. Um, so I'm going to go back to the uh, <laughs> Ivory Hall, and I'll uh, I'll uh, bring you to the jail, and uh, I'll unlock this uh, murderer to join your party.
2: <laughs> First, you were so impressive during the Battle of Bloodmarch Hill. I just got to tell you that.
0: I, I, and it's just my voice that. I, <laughs> this
2: is, you want to take
1: public? You should take some public speaking classes. I'm, working on it. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: really busy uh, with my bow. Working and like my sword. dropping
1: that sound down, <laughs> bouncing goodness. off the pelvic floor.
0: I'll I'll, I'll work on it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> do you guys want to go to the jail? So you guys go back to the jail, and, uh, you come down, and now, Della, you see who they've told you about, this bald, toothless, uh, killer.
1: She's good. She looks at him very suspiciously.
0: And he's sitting
5: on his, uh, on his cot, he, like, leans back, like, puts his arms out, looks at you and says, I wish I had cot creak, like,
3: uh. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, no, a uh. I know a fetchling when I see one.
1: Ooh, that's Kyle.
3: Oh, Kyle, right? No, I know that other word is uh, is offensive. I don't mean to give offence. I don't want to start on the wrong foot. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Nestor Coin, coin by name, coin by nature. No, that is <laughs> and uh,
1: I believe I've been
3: told that we're going to be travelling together. Yeah.
1: So they tell me as well.
3: I'm excited at the prospect.
1: I wasn't involved in the decision. No? They left me out of it for some reason.
3: Well, if you would have voted no, I've got to say, I agree with their decision to not involve you. Because it's the right thing to do. And you'll see that soon enough.
1: You got any reason to hate giants? Oh, I hate giants, little lady, yeah. I
3: hate them more than most. They gave me this, and he smiles, showing his teeth. It's a long, sad story for the tears and blood, but believe me,
1: they've earned what they've got coming from me. <laughs> <laughs> Delagrance <Glenn's laughs> is sidelong at Baron, is like, really?
3: I'll win you over yet.
0: Oh no, it.
2: <laughs> fucking creep show. I love it. <laughs>
0: Cursed uh, unlocks to clink the cell and nestor coin now has his freedom under the charge of the true now too i, I, I one and <laughs> one,
5: one and a half deputies. so I, wait I, who it's uh it was uh who let me out
3: uh cursed cursed so so, uh, so sorry uh captain what, what's your rank i don't another I never, I never ass I'm a, I'm a sergeant oh sergeant no sorry <laughs> Listen, I have been in a lot of cells all across Aberstan and I've got to say, the conditions here in this prison are absolutely appalling. I would never stay here again. And sorry, <laughs> I,
2: I uh, walk alongside of him without breaking his stride, and I say, "I heard you talk about a bow and a, another weapon you wanted back. I'm, I'm going to help you get them back."
3: Oh, thank you. Yeah, that'd be great.
2: Yeah,
1: you're, you're. I
3: won't, honestly. I won't be a lot of use without them. <laughs> anyway
1: what do you do coin
3: what I do well that's a complicated
1: question allergic to work
3: but, well no never been opposed it don't be afraid of date hard days work my old dad used to say <laughs> <laughs> so oh no I've been uh, I've been I've done a lot of things I worked for uh, different organizations performing different tasks Mostly, though, what I end up doing is robbing and killing people. Now, I don't plan on doing the same to you. You're my friends. We're friends now, yeah? So I will direct those energies outside the group. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least I shall do my level best to ensure that I do. All right?
1: Del says, I know an assassin when I see one.
3: Oh, assassin. It's such a dirty word. It no. does have
1: ass twice in it.
3: Yeah, there's two asses ar- in there.
2: <laughs>
1: no. Oh,
3: I prefer to be called a uh, slayer. I
1: don't Ooh. Yeah, I don't oh. I do know, that
3: sounds
4: Yeah. You slayer. lucky bastard. Yeah, I'm a slayer. I wanted to be a
5: slayer so bad.
2: <laughs> I too also wanted to be a slayer if I died.
0: Best class <laughs> ever. So as they're walking out um cursed is like uh, just signing off all the items back. To, uh Nestor and he's like a uh, pack
1: of camels. <laughs> Swedish-made, penis and laundry <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's not mine, baby. It's not. He's like one uh, composite longbow, uh, one uh, studded leather, uh, one backpack, one belt, a pair of boots, uh, braces, uh, dice. Um, a uh, cold iron dagger. Oh,
3: did you clean that off by
0: chance? <laughs> the dagger? <laughs> yes, we did. Oh,
3: excellent. Thank you.
0: I don't want to rust. Here's your short sword as well. Thank you. And uh, just some other sundries. Uh, no need to look too carefully at those.
3: Thank you. <laughs> I can't say I've enjoyed my stay, but nonetheless, goodbye. but nonetheless. Goodbye. And uh,
0: curse <laughs> just looks at you guys as if to say, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I should mention um, that Jagrin said you can find this night at the killing grounds. He's been spending his, his nights there, uh, as any uh, hedge turn, knight would.
2: I turn to him and I say, uh, are you ready to return to the scene of the crime, Nestor?
3: Oh, yeah. No, I could do it at point, yeah.
0: <laughs> I can do it, point. Uh,
2: I think uh, we can agree on that much, so I head over there.
0: Uh, okay, you. so yeah, you still got the Tom Exposition thing, but you probably want to check out this night uh, beforehand. Because no, Tom's
2: going to let us know everything that's going on. <laughs> right. So I want our new partner to be uh, as apprised as we are.
0: So you head over to the Killing Grounds. It's only like late afternoon, but it's 12 o'clock somewhere. Uh, <laughs> it's happy hour at the Killing Grounds. Um, so yeah, you, you pull up again. Uh, you guys walk up to the... Killing Grounds, there's some Killing Grounds music, you see outside the horses, and you see that wolf again that's armored, tied up uh, next to all the horses, mm. very strange. Mm. And uh, you enter the Killing Grounds. I, it's pretty full for an afternoon. People love to drink in now because most of their family's dead.
2: I do, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I look for a knight, I look for a knight.
0: Okay, roll perception. 31. You do not see anyone resembling a knight whatsoever, but you do hear a voice uh, rather loud above the crowd that sounds like a knight.
2: What's it saying? What sonorous tones enter my ear?
4: And then when, uh, of course, we were left for dead, there was there was no hope, no hope at all that we <laughs> would succeed. We once again became victorious, and that's how we work at the Knights of Ozum. Ha ha! So you hear that uh, off the distance, (laughs) but you don't see any knight.
2: Uh, I follow the the sound of the voice and try to locate it to a mouth.
0: you walk uh, Della behind you, Uh, Umlo and Ingrid Hilder. I say, Nestor, keep up. They know it's drinking time. Nestor, just probably checking out, seeing people that were there when he killed a guard. Um, And you part your way through the crowd following this voice, and you see on a stool at the bar, propped up on a bunch of books a halfling
4: <laughs> who matches this voice. As <laughs> oh, so I was just telling, uh, I'm so sorry, what's your name again? Uh, the bartender's like, uh... Rabus. But, uh, yes, Rabus. Rabus. How, how rude of me to forget. So as I was saying, I single-handedly led these men into the battle, and it was... it was going terribly, terribly wrong, of course, but we were all emboldened by our faith in Yomadai, and... We won the day, and that is why I i believe I've been transferred to Trunal to bring my expertise to this, uh, war-torn town. I hope to help all of you. Good, good, good. I've got some other customers I've got to wait on, but, uh... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the other one next time, uh, yes. Please don't. <laughs> and the bartender walks away.
2: <laughs> good sir. I, uh, heard of your deeds from afar on the other side of the bar, that is. Uh, I wanted to introduce myself uh, to someone. He snaps around
4: and he cuts you off. (gasps) no introduction necessary. My God. What do you mean? He leaps down off the stool and he's three foot, three inches tall. A
1: foot foot shorter than I.
4: So he's got, he's in armor. He's in armor with like a helm and he's like holding it at his side. And he's looking like slightly up at you. And he's like, I saw you in here, what? Only two nights ago, possibly? In your revelry from your victory with your Dwarven friends, you could only be Baron Redheart, the legendary marksman <laughs> with his magical handbanger, we called it, at the, uh, at Castle Farine. Yes, it is uh, an honor to make your acquaintance, sir, and you, you could only be Delennon. I must say, your, the tales of your dancing fighting in the fort from my good friend Calrianne Blix, had me wondering what you may look like. I had no idea. You had the beauty of the goddess Shalen. It is an honor to meet you, my lady. I am sorry. I do not. Uh, I'm sorry. I did uh, to cut you off, but I already knew you. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Sir Willemet Keswick, son of Emmett Keswick, Earl of Highbury, and nephew to Queen Golfrey. I am here on urgent business from the Knights of Ozum and I will. Do whatever it is I can to help the town of Trunau defend against the hordes of Beltson.
2: Rare, isn't it, for a uh, noble to throw himself so brazenly into battle as you have, good sir.
4: Not for a knight, my friend. A knight goes where duty calls. <laughs> and yes, I did have to take the knighthood, for I would never inherit land and title from my adopted father, but we do have a very close relationship. But it was necessary for me to pursue the knightly
2: arts. Please, before uh, we go forward, uh, I'd like to introduce you to uh, my uh, begrudging associate, Nestor. Nestor Coin. No, well,
3: oh, my. Oh, yes, we have not made an acquaintance. Actually, we have. I believe. I believe I felt your gauntleted fist punching me in the jumblies the other night after I stabbed <laughs> that man.
2: You would hit a man in the jumblies? <laughs> you were taken to prison.
4: I was, yeah. It's a long story, but I'm out He now. starts to, like, grab so sword. Doesn't unsheathe it, but he starts to grab it. He's like, oh. explain why you're out. Why, Sheriff, why has he been released from <laughs> the prison?
2: We've made a bit of a uh, pact of security to help save True Now from any danger that might be coming its way by employing the uh, sharp services of this man, Nestor.
4: Ah, ha, <laughs> ha. Puts the sword back. But of course! Anyone who has served time in the Mendevian Crusade knows that we must make alliances with our less zealous allies. But <laughs> we must focus on the larger enemy. Am I right, friend? Well, that leaves most of the world for you, doesn't it, mate? It sure does. It's, <laughs> it's not a very good place. Now, don't get me wrong, Delanarn. I understand that you have come from afar and are new to our world. Believe me, there is much beauty to be found here. But we do live in dark times.
2: I feel like we traded out the Onion Knight for
1: a Lannister, like in the best of times.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what happened here. This is
1: Gilderoy Lockhart is who he is. He He totally
2: is. Sir Willamette, uh, I've been told by Kirst, uh, uh, as well as Jagrin, that uh, you might be here in service of their needs.
4: Uh, yes, I am under command of Jagrin Grath. The patrol leader here, and I will be following his instructions as long as I am stationed in the town.
2: Well, I got some bad news for you. Um, that in the town part of the description is uh, changing a bit. We might be headed towards the Mind Spin Mountains.
4: We, as in you mean me?
2: Correct. And I don't expect you to be subservient at all. I'd like you to fight arm in arm with me as I have with all my other compatriots, but um, to serve the town and Jagrin. Uh, you'll have to accompany us on our journey.
4: Well, I see your mark of rank. Uh, you, this comes directly from Jagrin, you're saying? It does. Well, if that is true, then I am your man.
2: I have always <laughs> wanted a man of your caliber, I'm sure. <laughs> we, uh,
4: Well, I am honored to fight alongside you, Baron. Anyone who is able to breach the walls of Red Lake Fort and live to tell the tale.
2: I, I certainly hope that the Knights of Ozum can one day take it again and keep it from ever falling into the hands of giants or orcs.
4: If I was there, I would be able to help them, but well, can they you, needed my assistance elsewhere.
2: I've heard about your triumphs, uh, but I was curious, how how did you reach your triumphs? What are you uh, versed in? What has your knightly training led you to pursue in your life?
4: Well, I've been trained thoroughly in the worship of the goddess Yomadai. Though I do pay tithings to Shaylin as well, for I find beauty in all the world. But it is her guidance, her light, and her sword that I carry into battle. I am a paladin of Iomedi, but I've also been trained in the arts of the knight. So I have levels in cavalier as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> great to know, great yeah, to know. Teamwork, feats, finally. <laughs>
4: um,
2: Della, uh, Della what, do you, uh, what do you think about this guy?
4: My lady, you seem reticent. Perhaps I could persuade you. Follow me. And he starts to walk out of the bar.
1: And Dell just like glances at Nestor and Ingerhild and Umlo and Baron and follows. He turns back to the bartender. He's like, you
4: know, I'm good for it. <laughs> I'll be right back.
1: Baron tosses <laughs> a silver piece at him to
2: cover his tab.
0: That, that, that's, that's more than enough.
2: <laughs> <The> <laughs> copper, beefs, copper beef, copper Yeah,
0: he, he talks more than he drinks. <laughs> uh, he had grand cranberry juice. And Nestor
5: uh as his, on his way out just kind of sleight of hand, grabs what's left of, of his drink and just like downs it and puts it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's honey water.
0: <laughs> oh, oh so you walk uh Sir
4: Willamette uh, walks Della walks ahead of Della outside. Walks ahead of Della outside, yeah. Okay. And I assume you follow. I follow. Yeah. So we get outside, and he's just like, "Allow well, me to introduce you to my trusted steed." And he walks over to the wolf, and the wolf is uh, smaller than all the horses, and it's sitting in like armor. It's got like plated steel armor. And Baron, you saw over that it. wolf
0: last episode, right. uh, sitting outside of the tavern.
4: So he he walks over to the wolf, and he kind of he kind of pats it. The wolf turns around, <laughs> you know, looks over, and he's like, "If you ever doubted my." ability to help you in combat, you need to meet my mount. This is Lexington. <laughs> <laughs> he is a warrior of great renown in the, among the mounts of the Knights of Ozum. He is fearless, but do not fear him. Anyone who I say is an ally, he will treat very well. And also, if you ever just wave in front of him a bit of peanut butter, he will be your greatest friend. <laughs> <laughs> Lexington, say hello to Della She is an amazing dancer from the Shadow Plane. The wolf turns and looks at you with a completely confused look on his
1: face. Della empathizes with the wolf.
4: But he does look pretty fierce, a pretty badass looking wolf.
1: Well, I suppose if your battle tried...
0: Della's still missing Lorik big time, still wondering when Lorik's gonna just show
4: back up. Hi, what happened to the ranger? understand that he was uh, a leader in your no, party. No, that's
3: an excellent question. I don't know what happened to him. Well, let me know. tell
2: you uh, I will. not important. Ooh. Wow.
3: Della's hot. Don't mean to touch a nerve. What nerve? We, we have it... a meeting. No, we'll let it drop.
2: We He's, it drop. I know, I, I tell them, and I, I lie. I say, uh, Lork's taken a, a leave of absence. He was due after uh, coming back from Red Lake Fort and, uh, I can tell you one thing, though. Your wolf is welcome, as long as uh, you can make them uh, obey your command as much as Lork did Ben Vereen and Barry Connick Jr., racist though he was.
4: Ah, Ranger, with an animal companion. Yes. They are extremely valuable. And this, this is my companion. Lexington does exactly as I say. We work together. We understand each other. We have a connection. And it's, uh, it's housebroken, I assume. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. I have him trained on a toilet and everything.
1: All right, well. That's very unusual. He's a
4: spectacular beast. Well, uh, where do we go now? Do we talk to Jagrin and get our final orders, or what is our duty here?
1: We're to meet with cartographer of note. What's his name again? Tom Exposition. Tom Exposition.
2: Let me tell you, you've had a rough time meeting characters in this town, Della. This is not normally what True Now is like, let me tell you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh
4: so uh he is a uh, he's a really good looking, like dashing Does knight. He, have you he know. cast him? Uh I have. I have cast him. He is uh give me a second here, I have uh I have a picture. He is uh Lucas Till. Lucas Till. Um who was uh Havoc in X-Men First Class. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, th- that's him. Oh, he is a very good-looking man. Yeah, he's uh, he's like blonde, sort of dashing, very young-looking. Uh, but he's he's had a lot of experience. He's been around for a while. But you know, he's a halfling, so he sort of maintains this youthful look and feel about mm. him. And he is a
0: uh, fifth-level paladin, second-level cavalier, or you no? Know, he's a
4: fourth-level paladin, third-level cavalier. Wow, that's wow. a nice even split. Cool. He's mm-hmm. he's very evenly split, so he can uh, he can do a little hopefully healing magic. But he's also a trained. Mounted Knight.
2: I love the idea of him issuing commands from the back of a little wolf. (laughs) Like, just like,
5: charge! Exactly. And like, sorry, Paladin is your favorite class?
2: Yes, Paladin
5: is his favorite class. Okay, awesome.
0: 4 3. And then uh, just uh, going back, uh, Nestor. Uh, what class is he? And uh, you? Oh, you said it's a slayer.
5: Yeah, a seventh level slayer. Oh. and a slayer is a
0: combination of ranger and rogue. Yeah, it's right? a
5: hybrid class between ranger and rogue. And he's actually his archetype is a Zarni executioner. Ah, ah. so
4: Zarni—that was that's the gang from Sandfall. Magnamars it's, or whatever it's, it's from the mafia. Rise of the Runelords.
5: Yeah, it's the mafia, basically. Oh, yeah.
0: awesome. So he's a uh,
5: He's a hitman. He's a hitman yeah, he's a, for the he's uh, an assassin. mafia.
0: Yep. And who is he played by? Did we did we got a lot of fan uh, yeah, responses? Yeah, we actually did
5: get a lot of uh, of awesome responses and I think I'm going to go with uh Flea.
0: <laughs> Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. <laughs> that is perfect yeah, it's just
5: physically like well yeah if you assume if Flea could act in this fantasy right. if, world with if, a British accent if Flea a gritty was a, gutter be an excellent accent. actor yes if he was a great actor with a cockney accent then yes you oh, know what's yeah. gonna, now I like, got it now no, I got it you know
0: what's gonna be great is uh the fan art of that character <laughs> like oh I know Flea without teeth <laughs> yep wearing uh a, a sock on his dick so
2: <laughs> and uh in that performative fighting you were talking about earlier yeah um i kind of pictured like if you were to move from walking not killing people to uh fighting your stance would totally change and you might kind of bounce up and down and have your shoulders moving and ready like do you yeah. totally change appearance when you fight i guess we'll see we'll see soon enough yeah
0: yeah what kind of fighter is he what are these uh weapons did uh, obviously cursed wouldn't know if these were special weapons he just handed over oh a bunch they're weapons. quite special yeah Quite special. Mm. So, the Great new f- deal of uh, sentimental value to me. The new foursome <laughs> of <laughs> oh Sheriff Baron Redheart,
1: <laughs> Lil Deputy Della Narns. Della's just like, how did I get surrounded by all these blowhards?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Zarney Executioner Nestor Coyne, and <laughs> Sir Willamette Cheswick? Keswick. Keswick.
4: <laughs> Sir Willamette Keswick. You can call him Will.
0: Sir Will. Sir Will. With his trusty steed, Lexington.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, I gotta get a steed named Madison. And then we'll have a park.
0: Yeah. Make their way to Tom Exposition. Oh,
1: God. So. Jesus Christ. Dallas um, just gonna sit in the corner.
0: And I'm low and in uh, Also come with. They wanna stay at the bar, but they know this has to deal with uh, Nargrim Steelhand's tomb, so they wanna come. So, uh,. You 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 get directions it's not too hard to find Tom is, Exposition's house.
1: Is you, his car lot?
0: Uh no it has a, it has there's a couple of cars laying or a couple of dead horses <laughs> like, <laughs> laying out front. Up on blocks. Up on blocks. <laughs> <different> <laughs> blocks. <laughs> um and uh yeah you see his house it's very modest, nothing too fancy. Uh it's painted in like uh pastels. <laughs> it's very very uh over the top. Um, who knocks?
1: Della will knock.
0: A child answers, and Baron is the only one that recognizes it, for it is Othdan. Oh. Oh. Othdan Exposition.
4: Uh, Tom Tom son, Tom Tom Exposition? The
0: pig farmer.
2: I say, uh, Othdan, how are you doing?
0: Uh, hey. You, uh, <laughs> you,
2: are you still a little prig?
0: Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah.
5: <laughs> good. Good. his last name is exposition he's very straightforward
2: <laughs> good good uh have you gotten caught in any more uh, church basements trolls orcs anything like that any trouble lately
0: luckily no things have been pretty good have you uh done a lot of resting to make sure all your hit points are up before you go into fights
2: no but we're planning on it
0: good good i guess you're here to see my dad
2: yeah if you could uh take us to your dad that'd be great okay
0: Anyway, runs off. You look in the house, and it's pretty clear Tom Exposition is a hoarder. are <laughs> selling stuff on eBay? <laughs> You're just kind of walking through like piles of papers in old Old paperbacks. Of mail, uh, sacks of like uh, <laughs> air conditioner parts. Air conditioner parts. <laughs> like jars of urine.
1: Uh, yes. Cases and cases and cases of like diet Pepsi <laughs>
0: yeah. He's like oh hey hey guys sorry Sorry the place is a little bit of a mess <laughs> Why don't we go out to the veranda
4: <laughs> Sure I never wanted to see this side of Tom Exposition yeah. Tom I've sent a letter to my father about the offer you made He, uh, he will be in touch if he needs those, those pieces It's the best deal what did I say 500 gold pieces? Yes, and I, it was a fantastic deal. Great for six hundred gold, it'll be the best thing you ever got. But Tom, I already sent the letter. Seven hundred gold, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Come on out on the
0: veranda. I made lemonade. <laughs> and so you go outside, and uh, a grit stag and
4: star is there as ah, well. okay.
0: You guys know a grit, right?
4: And are we with Umlo and? Uh, yes. And we can hand wave that you know the meeting of. Sir Will and all that stuff. Yeah, with yeah. The yeah. other dwarves. Yeah, I it. mean, they were there. Umlo and Ingrahild were there at the bar. They just. I heard didn't... you were taking on the bears of Red Lake Fort alone! It's quite impressive. Yes, I, I, I almost died many times. Um.
0: <laughs> conversation just, he dies. just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes. <laughs> it's Jeremy Renner. Still smiling. Uh. So you get on the veranda, um. Othden comes out with lemonade, pours lemonade for you, and a greets stars there. And he's like, all right, so I've been pouring over this map. I've been pouring over the geo that you gave me. Uh, do you guys want this back? Because I think I could get a good deal for it somewhere. We'll
2: take yes, it we'll back. we'll take it. Yes.
0: Maybe I'll hold on to it.
2: No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no maybe. All
0: right, back. you're right. I'll keep it. <laughs> All right, so I've been looking at the map. <laughs> uh, I've been checking out the map, checking out the geode, checking out the geode, checking out the map, and I think I know where you guys need to head. Uh, now, a great used to live in Janderhof. You guys familiar with Janderhof? Yanderhof? Yanderhof? yeah. yeah
2: I
3: don't
0: speak in the Swedish accents like the dwarves do. but yeah, <laughs> You've y- only seen it written. I know what it's
3: like,
2: mate mischievous versus mischievous that type of looks thing looks like
0: Janderhoffs. sounds like Janderhoff yep. uh, so anyways she's from Janderhoff and uh, that's one of the sky citadels in the Mindspin Mountains or at least it used to be the dwarves are really weird sorry Agreed sorry Baron sorry new people <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well Agreed why don't you talk to him thank you Tom <laughs> they're already exhausted <laughs> she's just exasperated already
1: Della is relieved to have someone that is not male and a blowhard talking
0: <laughs> She, uh, you know, she's just corroborates basically that adventurers and treasure seekers for years have sought this tomb. She's heard of the tomb of Nargrim Steelhand. But it was something you just, you know, dwarves knew about it. They don't go messing around uh, in the Mindspin Have I heard of it? Uh, it's something that dwarves really know about. Okay. Yeah. Baron where you were a bit of a recluse and you had your own your family was super uh reclusive, you never even heard about it. Um, but Janderhof is lies or Janderhof lies very close to the region that the presumably the Minderhall, uh, Minderhall's Valley is, and then on the way to Minderhall's Valley is going to be this tomb, if the treasure map is right. So she knows that treasure seekers, pathfinders, and whatnot have gone looking for this tomb for years, all dwarves, and no one's ever found it. Of course, no one ever had a geode, three-dimensional treasure map. Um, and she knows, as uh, Ingrahild and Umlo believe, that like all dwarves, he was most likely laid to rest with his with treasures. That's just the way that it happened, especially a famed giant killer. He would have had a very beautiful tomb, ornate, all sorts of stuff, buried with his weapons. A famed giant killer, buried with his weapons he used to kill giants. Um, so presumably, similar to the Vault of Thorns, which I think Skid mentioned last week, there there could very well be items in there that are gonna help you in the fight against the giants. She be- says, I know this area right here. And she points on uh, the geode there is a thin like almost like an obelisk not an obelisk there's a thin like you know it's, it's spire made out of p- Christi- yeah spire just like this area is known as Stag's Pike hmm. and it is I don't know 90 miles south of here on foot you could probably get there in a little over a week um if you're going to be on horseback, you can probably get there in about six days. Um, That is what I recognize. Now, from there, I know that there's a a narrow footpath that takes you into where the, the dwarves of Yanderhof built mines back in the day. So you go to Stag's Pike, you follow certain footpaths, and you can go find the old mines of Yanderhof. (laughs) Thank you, Sirenscape. But this treasure map looks as if it goes in a different direction. The point being, you need to get to Stag's Pike. Tom, it's like, yeah, so once you do that and you figure out where this tomb is, just beyond that is the area that I think is Minderhall's Valley. So if you just keep walking beyond there, you'll come to towns like Shimmerman's Fortune, and whatnot. If you go there, they'll most likely be able to lead you uh, into uh, a different area. You'll be able to at least talk to the townsfolk, see where to go from there.
4: This is a peaceful town, as far as we know.
0: Prospectors, oh yeah. Ah. You know, they're out for gold. You'd probably get that coin.
3: Oh yeah, come by name, come by nature. Sorry, did I say that already?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're a peaceful people, they're out for themselves, but they should be able to at least let you know if there's been a giant threat in the area. So I would say, Go to this Stag's Pike. Thank you, Igrit. I could have found it too. Go to Stag's Pike, figure out from there how to get to Nargrim Steelhand's tomb, deal with that, and then head towards uh, villages like Shimmerman's Fortune, and you should eventually find Minderhall's Valley here. And he points on the map, and this is the map. This isn't, obviously there's two maps. There's the treasure map, which is three-dimensional, the geo, that's Nargrim Steelhand's tomb. And then you found another map, for this secluded valley and he just points here and you see that it's just west of this town of Shimmerman's Fortune.
1: Della would like to ask the group or but specifically Umlo and Ingerhild like is there some sort of taboo about retrieving the weapons that a famous dwarf would be buried with?
0: Excellent question. I uh, agree. It's like Tom. I, he was. She was talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> well I was just going to say Tom please <laughs> so I think I Tom as long as you are kin to him it is not forbidden if Umno and Ingrahild are indeed Nogram kin they will be able to
4: take whatever they would like from that
1: tomb
4: <laughs> and I'm sure if it serves the purposes of the fight for good it will not be cursed correct sir
2: I, uh, nervously say, you mentioned the mines. Do we have to go through the mines to get there? I
0: would think that Minderhals Valley, if this place does really exist, is all over the place. You're gonna be going twists and turns and having to decide if you're gonna go left, right, forward, backwards, back the way you came, deeper into the mountains, through caves and whatnot. Odds are you're gonna come across some mines.
2: I say to the group, Orcs aren't the worst thing that my people dug up from underneath Galarian. We're
0: talking about the Darklands.
2: The Darklands, indeed. Oh,
0: yeah. You go deep into some of those mines. That's passageway straight into the Darklands. You don't want to do that.
2: We have to avoid that at all costs.
4: So, uh, I guess you guys need some horses, huh? I'm fine. Thank you.
1: I'm good. I could use one.
4: <laughs> Have I
0: got a horse for you? What about you, Coin?: Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, sorry, mate. I'm a bit skint at the moment, though. I've only got... If anyone can front me,
0: I've just ridden one horse.
2: I believe the town said that they'd be able to Oh, then, yeah, these no, to Give
0: us. me your finest horse you've got. Sure. Provide. <laughs> sell. Same thing. Agreed. It's like, Tom... Can you just give him the horses? All right, I'll we'll give you the horses. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll bring him to you tomorrow afternoon whenever you're ready to leave. Uh, anything else you need to know from me?
2: What do you know about Volstice? Volstice? You mean the Storm Tyrant? I do indeed.
0: I know that uh, he's amassing an army in this Minderhall Valley. That's all I know. I was gonna say...
4: Tom knows way more than he's going to tell you. He knows everything about Volstus. Come back to me at the end of book three, I'll tell you a little more.
2: (laughs) Is there there any type of enemy we should be prepared to fight outside of giants and the obvious on the way out of here? And that's my final question.
0: I would think the only thing you have to worry about is giants. You don't understand, back in the day, back when Minderhall was a real deity in these parts, giants were great, they were thriving, they were flourishing all tied to the same deity. You had frost giants, fire giants, cloud giants, storm giants, ettins, ogres, trolls, all living in some semblance of harmony. But like any race, they eventually fell out of favor with each other. Minderhall became extinct, and giants just went off and did their own thing. But now, if the storm tyrant wants to bring them all back together, you guys are screwed.
1: <laughs> You're screwed, too, though, right?
0: Yes. <laughs> you know, I never thought of that I really gotta clean up my house
4: Well, it is our duty here to Strike down the forces of evil And bring down these worshippers of Minderhal And remind him that he is subservient to the gods of good To Yes, yeah, She uh, will see us through this Absolutely, yeah Am I right, Rogue? <laughs> no, yeah See? I was just about to say the exact same thing <laughs> This guy knows what I'm talking about Well look
3: mate, let's stop wasting time We've got places to go, people to damage As my old dad used to say <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I think I would have liked your father Alright, just away Stag's Pike, 90 miles southwest of Trudeau Follow this route You should be there in a little over a week on foot About six, five or six days By horseback
1: Good luck And wait, Just give me the geo, Tom
0: Oh, you mean this? It's already in his breast pocket. Just, just give me the geode. All right. He gives you half of it.
1: And the other half, too. All right.
0: He has you a crumpled up piece of paper. <laughs> I'm just
4: kidding. <laughs> All right. We're full, having fun. Full geode. The path that we the, need
0: the to go. Drawn out map, yep. The
2: drawn-out map, yeah. The drawn-out
0: map. So you know that this tomb is on the way to this possibly existing Hidden Valley of Minderhall.
1: Hidden Valley Ranch.
0: Hidden Valley Ranch, salad Dressing.
1: Go to the tomb. Money pit right there.
0: There's six of you with Umlo and Ingrihild. Six of you. And Lexington. And Lexington. <laughs> and once you figure out what's going on in the tomb, once you get this cache of weapons, hopefully, or whatever it's going on in there, then you make your way towards the area of, like, Shinneman's Fortune. And there's other settlements along the way there. You may want to sell stuff, buy stuff, whatever. But the first stop... Is the tomb. Is the town before the tomb, right? The no, town. Stagspike. Stagspike. That's a spire. That's just like a, a oh, landmark. it's a landmark. like oh, okay. yeah, it four corners, yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, landmark.
4: And from there, you should be able to follow the map. So we theoretically would not be in any uh, sort of settlement before hitting the tomb.
0: Right. If you wanted to stop in some settlements along the way, you could. So, you oh, so have we to will can. pass some yeah, settlements. You, yeah, you absolutely can. Okay.
4: Um, but they're going to be very, very small towns.
1: Okay. So when are we? We're going to leave tomorrow morning?
4: Yes, I've, I'm afraid I've had an ale, so I, I don't trust leaving quite this moment. <laughs> don't like to drink and ride. But we will rest for the evening and then be on our way. And I would think it
0: would be strange to stay at Lork's house where he is not there.
2: I mean, he did make the bed, though. That's he the did. thing.
0: Uh
1: yeah, I feel like no, it wouldn't no, no, seem
0: right. And you're certainly not going to go stay with
1: Galabras at his is. house. Della's oh, Della go wants stay. to stay with Galabras. Yeah, that's where she's been staying, I think.
4: Okay.
0: Uh, Della goes and stays with Galabras. And Baron, I think you probably want to take the dwarves, coin, and Sir Willamette, depending on where Willamette is staying.
4: Well, he's staying at the inn. He's staying he's, at
2: the Ramble Yeah, house. he's staying. Yeah. Yeah. We're so going to head go back, back to the Ramble to Ramble house. House. And I'll give Cham a warm welcome.
4: Uh, and Will will actually offer to buy everyone around. Uh, and pay for their room for the night. Who will? Will. Oh! Will Will.
0: Will Will? Yes. Uh, so you're going to buy everyone, because it's probably a little mini bar in the Ramble House
4: lobby? Uh, no, like <laughs> at the. Well, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot that the bar said, well, we'll go to the bar. So the will So, par- well, we're not leaving till tomorrow. There's time enough for a drink, isn't there?
2: <laughs> uh huh.
4: Yeah, we could make time,
2: but I, yeah. Yeah, Nestor's down. <laughs> I, I, I say, uh, if uh, you and Nestor want to have a drink together, uh, by all means, but I think I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to sit this one out. We got some big stuff. Ah,
0: now Baron Uh proper sheriff, not taking the drink.
4: Mm, a proper sheriff. Yes. Well, Rogue, Umlo. What's her name? Ingrahild? ingrahild Umlo Ingrahild, Totally down. We don't know the next time we'll be able to have an ale in a nice warm bar. I should say Ingrahild looks rather
0: attractive now
4: that she's cleaned herself
0: up. Ah. Her face isn't as wan and pale and dirty. She doesn't smell like shit. She doesn't have shit stains on her pants. (laughs) She's looking pretty decent. So yeah, uh, he wants to buy them offer to buy them all around at the bar. And so your last night in true now for some of you maybe forever Mm. is spent in some level of revelry while Baron the only man who was at the tug of war decides to spend the night alone hmm. nice. the next morning. You get up. Jigrin. Cursed. Tom Sarah Agrit Crumpkin. Katrezra, drosia Tyree varvedas Halgra, and Silverman.
2: He did not look down at his paper, ladies and gentlemen. That was impressive. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I know what I'm doing. (sighs) Are all there. Two extra horses. uh, Excuse me. Four extra horses have been brought up. Because Umlo and Ingerhild want some. They give a horse to Baron, the sheriff. A horse to Nestor Coyne, begrudgingly. (laughs) Uh, I'll be careful with it. I promise. Della brings Reggie out.
1: Before we leave, Della um, wants to say goodbye to Calabras. Ah, so she sits, She goes to his bedside. I assume that he's kind of just like hanging out. Yeah, he's just eyes open. And Nobody home. And she says, "You all found me when I was when no one would have found me, and now I have to find you." And she pulls off her hood, and she's dyed her hair bright blue, Desna, oh. Desna blue. Oh, cool. Oh, oh nice. Oh. You used Kool Aid, didn't you? <laughs> yes, the vast supply of Kool Aid in, in <laughs> Trunet. Said, I will return with Brander's head oh. and your mind oh. Oh.
0: I will return with Brander's head and your mind oh nice wow. awesome. so Della shows up a little bit late with Reggie and strikingly beautiful long blue hair a sharp contrast to her white translucent skin
4: my lady I once said the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen was sunset at Don Grove Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> but you have just topped it. Your hair is stunning. So sorry, my lady. I, I just... When uh, I see the blessings of Shaylin, I must speak. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. I've got to say, I'm on his
3: side with this. You, look, you remind me of a particular lovely beautiful uh, prostitute that on you just
1: mounts Reggie
0: she was she was stunning what, where are you going well come back <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know there there you are with the Council of defenders uh, leaving true now yet again
4: leaving true now for Baron
0: you know and for everyone listening uh, <laughs> it's come along you guys have come a long way some of you are new to this group. And on horseback, Sir Willamette, Nestor, Baron, Della, Ingrahild, and Umlo ride out of the gates of Drunau, as Silvermane says some sort of druidic blessing that only Halgra can interpret. And you begin your journey towards Steel Steelhand's tomb next week.
4: Oh, oh, oh man! I
3: want to
0: see these guys.
2: I want (laughs) to go in the (laughs) tomb.